árabe. Suena el bombo, ando tumbado, que el ritmo lo pongo yo. Pops and Rios, and Rios, and And I'm the Rican. And that makes this uh, the Pops and the Rican show. Put it together, people. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, if I can remember it, everybody else should. Yes. That's all I'm saying. Yes. So, uh, hey, we are uh, we're back downtown at Joker's Comedy Joker's Club. Joker's Comedy Club downtown. And if, if you're a comic that listens to our podcast, mm-hmm. and we talk about all things comedy, yep. and you have not gone, if you have not come drop through here through yeah. Joker's, you need to you're missing out. There's no doubt uh, about it. So if you're if you're rolling through the Indianapolis area, you need to kind of hit them up and say, mm-hmm. "Hey, uh, you got anything for uh, <laughs> uh, uh, an opening act? You got anything for a feature act? Uh, <laughs> don't ask for a headlining spot because they haven't given me one, <laughs> and that'll hurt my feelings if they do. Uh, give one to you and not to me. But, uh, no, give, give seriously. Which uh, which is you perfect gotta, because you got to know who to talk to. That's, that's, why that's, that's the key. That's the key. You so, got to know who to talk to. So we're sitting here at uh, Joker's Comedy Club, mm-hmm. and tonight, uh, today, I don't know when they're going to be listening to it, so I don't know what time to say. But, when you hear this. But because we're recording it, and it's <laughs> starting to be night, uh, I'm going to say night because I'm too old to it's try and even I'm work. too old to try and be clever about that. <laughs> but uh, we're hanging out with uh, the uh, the manager, uh, I'm going to say he's the owner, whether he is this, or isn't, I don't look, know. Look, if you he, don't know... He runs he everything. He no runs need. everything in Indianapolis. Yeah, and then hangs out here at Joker's uh, and tells people what to do. I think I'm not sure, but uh, <laughs> no, this he is known. Trust when I say this. This man needs no introduction. Everybody knows who who the manager of uh, that runs this this show. So we don't even have to no say doubt. his name. We don't have to say his name. <laughs> Just leave it. Leave it people, like that. People be like, okay, what's his name? I forget. Steve Rivera. <laughs> there you go. We well, want to welcome Ike Daniels to the Pops and Enrique Show. Hey, how you guys doing? It's good, man. What's good, bro? Ike, We're thanks. Happy. First of all, thanks for uh, for inviting us and letting us kind of hang out from time to time and, yeah. and record definitely some of our uh, our podcasts here. Some of the comedians that have actually been on the Pops and Rican show was because we had this connection with Ike as well. Yeah. So we appreciate that. You, big you've time. been a great friend yep. uh, to line up the the comics when they come to roll through here yep. uh, to do shows for you to say, hey, uh, why don't you guys sit down with. Uh, an old fart and a, and a Puerto Rican uh, and, uh, and talk comedy. And, and so we appreciate that very much. Yeah. And uh, and we appreciate you taking some time tonight to, to hang out with us. Because he's uh, busy. Trust. That mug is moving. So uh, let's, get, uh, let's yeah. get things started here. Tell, uh, yeah. tell us just a little bit about how did you get started hmm. doing bookings and running comedy clubs? Where, how did you kind of get into that in the first place? Well, before we get started, man, I, I have to say this. 
This portion of the program was brought to you by Higher Life Water. <laughs> <laughs> Purified drink water. Um, it's a good. It's some high water. H two O. It's high. We happy right now. Oh, uh, well. Oh, uh, how'd I get started? This goes back over. Oh my daughter. So this goes back over twenty one years when I got started. Um, a lot of people know. Some people know. Some people don't. I played professional basketball overseas. Okay. And I got injured. And I left out of college early because I had a kid on the way. And I got injured. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hold up. Um, I didn't study in school. <laughs> what am I going to do? <laughs> so I'm injured. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, I didn't. I had money coming in. But when you're injured, you don't get your full amount. Okay. So I had to figure out what I was going to do. So I contacted um, a kid. I was in Colorado and I was going to rehab. And I contacted um DJ Indiana Jones and Rusty Redenbacher. Wow. And <laughs> had them, they were in a group called, they are in a hip hop group called the Mud Kids. Mm. And I flew them out to Colorado to do a, my first concert promotion. And like I said, this is over 21 years ago when I did this. Wow. And I made some money. Right. Right. I'm like, oh, okay. Okay, this so, is something you can do. Right. Um. Anyway, I got healed I still played a few more years yeah. and back in 2005 2000 2005 2007 I ended up coming back mm-hmm. to the states and um, I stayed remaining friends with those guys and Rusty had called me I was doing hip hop shows and Rusty had called me cause I was doing hip hop shows in Broad Ripple mm-hmm. and he says hey um, man I, I need you to come promote and help me get people out to this comedy club I said comedy club mm-hmm. And I said, all right, man, I'll come check it out. Rusty and I were real close, so I went out there and checked it out. And Morty's was on the north side. It was on 96th Street at the time. Okay. And uh, mm. I came there, and he said, well, it was Tuesday night. It's industry night. I want you to help me get some people out. I'm the DJ. And there's a local comics going up. It was an open mic. Never seen it before in my life at this mm. point. And I sat there, and I watched it, and I was like, oh. This is dope. I said, but I'm this type of person. I look at situations mm-hmm. and try to turn those situations around. Like, if I see a problem, I try to fix it. Or as I look at it from a consumer, mm-hmm. like, boom, if they had this, if they had this, if they had this. So that's how I really got started. Rusty Redenbacher introduced me to it. So weeks later, months later, mm-hmm. I told the guy, the owner of Mortis to let me do a night. He says, no, it ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. I said, let me do a night. He said, nah, it ain't going to work. So, Miss um, Pat was in the audience one night. Wow. And we were sitting in there, and she ripped up. I said, that's your money right there. Let me do a night. Nah, it ain't going to work. Mm-hmm. So, when he did that, it ticked me off. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I said, Miss Pat, I'm going to help you build your night. So, Miss Pat had the Busted Gut comedy show on Thursdays, and I helped her pack that out. Again, I go back to the owner. Let me let me do a night. Let me have a Sunday. No, it's not going to work. So I said, okay, don't worry about it. Mm. From that point on, I went and rented out Birdies on Seventy First and Keystone, huh? and um, I waited until Morty's was going to have their biggest night. And I was like, that's the night I want to throw my show. Yeah. So we threw the show at, at Birdies. 
and I had 500 people out. So nice, nice. From there, I go back to Morty's. Let me get a night. Let me. Yeah. No, it's not going to work. I said, okay. So then I went and rented out. I, I didn't actually rent it. I went and talked to the Ramada Hotel on 21st and Shaylin, mm. and they had a Damon's inside of it. And I said, let me use this. I want to do a comedy show. Mm. And um, I created a show called Funny Fat Fridays. And every <laughs> Friday, every other Friday, we'd have two, 300 people in there. Okay. And it got so many people in there that Ruth Ann... I'm name dropping because I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Ruth Ann <laughs> and the owners of Morty's came down because they was wondering where everybody was going to. Mm-hmm. And they mm-hmm. came down to the shows and seen the show. And that's how I got started. Man, see, but what I what I like about this is the fact that you were able to see where you fit, what works, and your your strengths. Right, and so you saw. Okay, I I can make this better. I can I can create something that another experience. I can create this. I just by sitting in the audience and being able to, and that's where you can tell the difference between those who actually have vision versus those who just want to just be. Well, the the thing that that really jumps out to me from what you're talking about is you saw the fact that. Show business mm-hmm. has to have the business mm-hmm. for the show, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's what you, you you can't have show not business, right? Because then you're not going to have a show, right? And you saw that, and yeah. you said, "Okay, I want to do what I can to leverage the business so the show can go on." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that is a lesson that so many young comics need to understand is. Yeah. There is business in show business, yes. mm-hmm. and you you better get uh, an education right. on the business side. On, on the business, business side, side by either you know, learning from from people that you are able to uh, spend some time with, or get some books, whatever it's going to be. You better learn something about the business of show business yeah. uh, in order to succeed. It's like everything; everything evolves. No matter what it is in life, it evolves into something greater. Mm-hmm. So you take a, a, a fertilized egg, mm-hmm. it evolves into mm-hmm. a chicken, an embryo, a, a, a baby, mm-hmm. into a man. Mm-hmm. I mean, into a child, yeah. into a boy, to a yeah. man. Yeah. You get a car, every year your car, they come out with a newer version because it evolves. Look at the original Mustang compared to what the Mustangs look like today. It always improves. Mm-hmm. That's what everything you do, mm-hmm. everything evolves. It gets better. It gets better. The older it gets, the better it gets. Mm-hmm. So you have to learn how to evolve in this business. Um, That's a good point because when you when, when you had said initially, they kept telling you no, it's not going to work. No, it's not going to work. So it's like it's like even though that was negative, it still put you in a place to go for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like pushed you in that in that light to say, you know what? Okay, that's fine. I'm still gonna do it because I have this vision. I have this this idea uh, in my to, head. Yeah, in your head. It's like it's not like that. And that's the thing is with the either uh, younger comics or working comics. You know, even though you're not at that place where people just keep saying no, 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 you just keep pushing. Just keep pushing till you see that opportunity. 
and you can't be a, you can't be afraid can't of be hearing afraid the of word no. There are so right. many there's so many people out there that are like, you know, I want to I, I want to try yeah. comedy. Yeah. Well, then try. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm afraid that somebody will say no, or they'll say they don't like my or what. Yeah. Okay, don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. You know, because uh, what's the old saying? Fear. Uh, false evidence appearing real. real. So, yeah. so don't be afraid and just grab on mm-hmm. and go for it. So, uh, Ike, let me ask you this: uh, You got things rolling. You're like, hey, I can do this. Is something I can do. I can, I can actually make some money with this. Yeah. Um, so, does that mean that every show you've done, you've had nothing but success, and the people that you go that you go after to bring in are just the, the consummate professionals are easy to work with. You've never had any headaches, and and you're just living on uh, on uh, higher life water and, and pops. <laughs> we do not live in a snow globe. <laughs> you, we do not live in a snow globe. Uh, I wish I could say that this is not Pleasantville. Uh, no, I'm not gonna lie to you. There's there's been um, ups, there's been downs, mm. um, but the show must go on. Mm. There's um, I've talked taking our we've taken our fair share of L's. Um, we created um, after after Funny Fat Fridays ended. Mm-hmm. What happened with that is the hotel sold. They sold the hotel, okay. and the new owners didn't want to continue to have us. So I. I end up looking for another place. Yeah. By now, so now there's a drop. You got like three months. There was no Funny Fat Fridays. Right. Right. So, but the, in the meantime, I'm I had wanted to create something different than Funny Fat Fridays. So, the owner of Morty's that we find out was not the owner's was not the real owner. He was just a face, and he was doing some. <laughs> Sneaky stuff. Okay. I, ain't gonna, I ain't gonna throw nobody under the bus like that. Um, I ain't gonna drop any names. Long dread, short. Um, <laughs> Rob Banks. Um, <laughs> His name rhymes with Bob Ranks. <laughs> so he. Um, <laughs> So now they got new owners, and they asked me if I wanted to come over there and do a show. Mm. So I played them out. Now I want to do. I think about it. I think about it. Mm. Well, what happened is, all alone, I was trying to figure out this new catchy brand that I was going to come out with. Yeah. And so um, I went on and told them, yeah. And in June of that year, 11 years ago, I created and brought out Straight Up Stupid mm. Sunday Night. Mm-hmm. And from the beginning, Straight Up Stupid was just the way we marketed it yeah. was boom. Yeah. Now, we had a lot of successful shows. Mm. But we even had successful shows when the Super Bowl was going on. It was like, oh, no, the Super Bowl is going You're still going to have a show? Yep. Still on the show. Wow. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Jesus and Michael Jordan's playing one-on-one. <laughs> you go to Snapchat. You still going to have a show? Yep. <laughs> so even during those obstacles, yeah. snow, blizzard, mm-hmm. you still going to have a show? Yep. 
And we can honestly say that we never had a show less than 75 people. Wow. No matter what was going on. Yeah. And um, so, but yeah, but, but most of my obstacles that we had to go through was the younger comics trying to understand the business of it. Because now we're in the, in the world of technology and social media, yeah. which has helped us. Right. And but also, it has also hindered us in a lot of ways. Mm. So, well, like, explain, like, what do you what do you mean by hindered us uh, in some ways, as far as promoting, or as far as like booking, or as far as like talent? All of the above. Okay. It is um, as far as talent. People think that oh, I can be, I got fifty million likes on this video so, post. Um, I got that's a I minute got the long. Chops. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. But then you get them on stage, and they got three the, minutes, the, and, and it's not even not even thirty-seven minutes. seconds of funny. <laughs> they come out on stage, and their wardrobe is funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but their content is horrible. It's garbage. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, you know. But I, I wanted to mm. give give the comments the opportunity to learn the business side of it as well. So I, I came up with the ticketing. Nobody was doing the open act selling tickets. Okay. Here. And I started that, and every comic in this city hated it. They, they got protested. Yeah, they hated it. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Whatever. Yeah, I still did my shows. And guess what? Eleven years later, guess what? Everybody's doing for yeah. the open acts. So, so they got to sell tickets. So, um, yeah, because I mean, knowing well, being it, we're you know been in the game, and so we understand how comics can be really lazy. <laughs> Especially when you don't understand the, the the importance of it, like to push and promote. Especially with the fact that you got all these social media networks right out there, you can post online where you're going to be, who you're going to be with. You can tag your friends, and you make it so much easier for you to bring people to a show. Where before you had to meet with them, you had to hand out flyers. You know what I'm saying? Here's a ticket. Here's a ticket. Here's a ticket. It was all digital. <laughs> no, this is this is cool. Hey, Mike. This is Mike. Hey, I'm, hey, real quick. Just real quick no. question. Uh, 85, 85, what type of price are you looking? Hey, Mike. So that is a conversation that me and you got to have in private. <laughs> because. Not only that. Also, um, you're live on the Pops and the Rican show, and we were. <laughs> you're live on the Pops and the Rican show, and we're. Guess what we're talking about? What are you talking about? What do? I'll let them ask you the question. Oh yeah, let me call it the wrong time. No, basically, is we're talking about promoters and promoting shows and what. What to look forward to as far as comics and how to deal with them and how the business side of, of promoting versus um, you know being able to network too as well. How important is it for what are we looking for as bookers when uh, we're booking comics? So it's almost like a job. Uh, nowadays, uh, it's not about just being funny. These comics have to be go-getters. They have to be able to. Uh, not just take money out of our pockets, but prove to us that they can bring us money. Right, right. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, this is Mike Moses, owner of the Fort Wayne Comedy Club. One of the things 
Mike, uh, one of the things that we've been talking about here with Ike is uh, how do you how do we help young comics understand the business of show business, and uh, how do you how do you go about getting comics to see the benefit of what it does for them to help promote the shows that they're in? Well, when you talk about when you talk about show business, the first word in there, show, and they have to show up. Yeah. You know, everybody thinks that you can just put a video and, and get it out there. Yeah, that'll get you some notoriety. But then when you're really out there in the grind and in these, in these clubs and rooms where people don't know anything about you, uh, they're not coming for your name. They're just coming to be entertained. If you haven't gone to enough places to show up to know what to do, then you're going to have a struggle. And, you know, every great comic, I don't know how good, how, how much you, how big you think you are, you're all going to have that bad show. Mm. Is how you deal with a lot of bad shows going on. How do you transition from? I don't want to talk about what Mike wants to talk about. I want to talk about what these people that pay to get in to see it. You know, it's a difference between someone paying to see a show and someone that just happened to be someplace that was for free and they have nothing vested in it. Mm. So, um, the only way for young comics, and I have some young comics here in my town that I offer as a comic because I'm still a comedian. I take them on the road so they can see different situations and be able to experience other stuff because that really is the only way in my mind that you're going to learn is by actually doing it. You know, people think they're jumping on this mic and that mic and they're running out before you see someone else, you know, um, and, and I'll put a shout out there. I was in Dayton, Ohio, and did was doing an open mic, and uh, out of nowhere, I didn't know, I really, I knew he was, but I didn't know because I wasn't expecting him to be there. I was ready to go, and then Chappelle walks in, and he just does a few minutes, which ended up being 30 minutes, so that's a different story for a different time. Wow. That's crazy. But that, that's what happens in some of these clubs, you know, especially if someone lives close by. Um, if you get a moment, you don't know what's going to go on, and if you're just quick to be egotistical, and I don't mean in a bad way, you want to just come in and, and see that thirst again on the mic, and you want to tell something that's fresh in your head, and you don't stick around, you're not learning mic techniques, you're not learning what happens if the cord comes out, mm. and how to deal with that, you're not learning how to deal with when someone, when the waitress drops a whole tray of drinks, and, you know, take that attention off of that, yeah, they're going to get it cleaned up, let's get back to the show, because that's what we're supposed to see is in show business. Come on. Come on. Thank you, brother. <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. It's so, perfect. So thank you, and I will call you back in about twenty-five minutes. All right. All right. Thanks. Thanks a lot, Thanks, Mike. man. So he he hits man, some uh, solid points right there, man. He hits some really critical things. Yeah, and that's uh, in terms of. Uh, how do you, as a booker, as a as somebody that's running the club, how do you deal with the egos that's mm. that come into play with comics that show up and they think, well, 
you know, I've been doing this for a little bit now. Right. I'm all, I'm all that in a bag of chips. I'm, you know, I get paid a lot more over here than you know, or I, you know, I can do I can do these shows. I can do that show. Mm, go do them. <laughs> exactly. Like you have to stand firm on what you believe in. Um, I try to stay within my budget. Okay. For the most part, I'm going to stay within my budget. Mm-hmm. And um, the other, other thing is, you know, at the end of the day, everybody's got to understand that. How do I want to put this? Everybody needs to understand that we all need each other. Mm-hmm. Like the comics that say, we don't need you. I'm here. Well, guess what? You might be on 10 right now, but right. eventually right. you're going to come back down. Right. And when you come back down, then what? those club owners are going to remember right. who you are, how you treated, were you professional. Right. When we asked for a bio and a headshot, did you have it? And it wasn't just a camera phone picture. Good Lord. Yes. <laughs> but but listen, but you, can, you can get a good shot. You can get a good shot with a phone, but... You're not in your car with the with the seatbelt seat on, talking about boom. Here you go, now, and you headlining. No. So, so let me explain this. Let's let's talk about everybody that eats off of one comedy show because mm-hmm. the comics mm-hmm. don't think about this. It's right. just one person. Oh, there was your room seats seventy five people, and there was sixty five people there. Yeah. You can't give me no extra. No, I can't give you no extra. You know why? Because. Well, you got a full room. Okay, I got employees. Yeah. We've got the popcorn vendor. Right, right. We got the guy who developed the ticket mm-hmm. and the flyer. Mm-hmm. Right. He has to be paid. Right. The the paper company that printed all that stuff on has to be paid. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody has to be paid. Oh, we turn on the lights. There's another bill. Yeah. Everybody has to be paid, and they don't only see what they see. They see people in the seats. They, they don't know how many tickets you've padded the room with right you know even we did bigger shows over at morty's and in a contract it said if you give out comp tickets you have to pay the comic for those comp tickets wow like it gets deep wow so helping <laughs> how do we how do you go about then helping a, a comic understand that without taking them through the back well, here's room here's the thing, and pointing out everybody that's getting paid something. That, well, I like what Mike off of Mike touched a little bit on that. He was like, it was almost as if he was taking uh, the comics as like a mentor. Yeah. To show them, all right, let me take you to this room over here because you think you're doing good over here. This is a totally different room. Right. Let me take you over there and let me show you. Okay, how do you deal with this? How do you deal with that? How you know, stay and watch and learn and grow. In your craft, rather than be like, well, you know, I can, I can rock anybody. So, so I, let, how me, do you, let me ask you this: how how much do you? you know, I mean, okay, while we're here uh, doing recording the podcast, yeah, you get a call from Mike. Yeah, uh, how how much do you talk with <laughs> bookers from other uh, other clubs around the country every day, all day, mm-hmm. and? You guys, when you get together, I mean, when you're on the phone you're, or you meet up or whatever, what are you talking about when it comes to the comics that you guys are, have experienced and, and, and come through? Hey, man, have you ever worked with Charlie Brown? No, I ain't never worked with Charlie Brown. Well, let me tell you about Charlie Brown. Mm. Now, I'm not telling you not to book him, but mm. he's always late. 
He got a buddy named Linus that always carry a blanket with him. Right, right. <laughs> you, we talk. We have yeah, our own yeah, community. Yeah. yeah. And we don't know what we're going to do about that darn dog, Snoopy. Right, right, like, right, right. All we talk, we have our own community. We talk. I and, talk. And you, in the same way, somebody comes through and shines, you're, you're on the phone call hey, man. talking about them. You need Man, you. let me tell you about Billy. Yeah. Billy was the funniest guy I've ever seen. And he's got this other guy that tours with him named Michael Jackson. And Michael Jackson, let me tell you, he can moonwalk all across the stage. <laughs> this is a show you don't want to miss. See? He is worth the buck. See, that's so important, man. It's so clear. I mean, that's that's that can either get you work or, or not. You know, it's either way, it's how you run your business, how you run your product, which is you, how you push it, how you manage it, uh, which is so important because you influence. That's why they're always saying tip the weight, the staff and, and make sure you tell everybody thank you. And if there's anything you can do to help, help do it because people will remember that and then so they'll call you back. Let me ask you this. Uh, how much impact, how much uh, input do you get then from your staff? Like, do you do, do you ask Good the point. wait staff, yeah. uh, hey, what do you guys think of the show? What do you think of the comics? Or, you know, how much how much influence does the staff give let, it? Let's, let's go to the, to, I don't know if, if there is a lowest common denominator when it comes to staff. Yeah. But you kind of go to that level where people think, oh, they they would mean much. How much how much influence do they have in terms of whether a comic gets asked back or not? That it's important because you have to understand. I said earlier, everybody has to make money. Everybody has to get paid. Yeah. Oh, if that comic's not polite, they don't want him coming back. If that comic tips well, hey, you know what? He was the nicest guy, and he tips well. I didn't know that he walked dogs for a living outside of comic. Like it gets personal. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, over the years, you've had uh, you've had quite a bit of experience in seeing trends and things that have changed in comedy, things that have kind of evolved, mm -hmm. in, as you said. Uh, what do you see as, as you kind of look forward over the next few years? What do you see as the direction that comedy is going in terms of the business of comedy? I think that. If these comics don't start learning the business side of it and understanding it and not trying to overcharge, mm -hmm. that comedy shows is already have been on a decline. Mm -hmm. That um, it's a dying it's a dying art. Mm -hmm. um, I think that with the new technology on social media, it can save us. But the comics gonna have to take pride in themselves to learn how to be actual comedians instead of just insta famous. Right. So because once you come out to a show and you've seen this guy who's got thirty million followers yeah. and you came out and seen him and he's only got thirty seven seconds of funny, yeah. you're not that's a bad experience. Yeah. You're not gonna wanna go back and spend your 15, 10, 15, 20, even 30 and 40 dollars to go back and see them. Right. So that can that can really that hinder can the show. Hinder the shows. Yeah. So I think that the comedians need to A, take pride in learning how to be comedians. Mm -hmm. Not because they were the class clown. Right. I think that they need to take pride in learning how to write mm -hmm. jokes and going to writing classes and all those type of things. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they need to get out and experience the role 
so that they know how to conduct themselves. Um, because if not, we are in a situation where, like I said, comedy is going to um, die off as an art. Mm. It's already tough to get people to come out to the shows now. And, and don't get me wrong, comedy shows can be a great source of entertainment, whether it's whatever type of comedy you want. Yeah. Um, we have to harness, and I'm not going to say, because I don't want to seem like I'm just bashing comics. No, I, no. Um, I'm just saying from, from, uh, from my point of view as a booker yeah. and um, having a club, um, I, I think that there should be some etiquette classes on how to become a, a, a comedian. Um, and just because you're funny doesn't mean you have all the tools. For instance, Alan Iverson, one of the greatest scores I've ever seen in my life, mm -hmm. basketball players. Mm -hmm. But he wouldn't practice. I mean, I'm sure he practiced, but he, he didn't. Right, right. He didn't practice when it right. really counted. Right. So you have to, you can't, what's happening is we're skipping steps. So we're not learning everything because we were already good. Like it's a seven footer that's never played basketball before. You're going to automatically pick it because he's seven foot. But he skipped all the fundamentals. Right. Exactly. Yep. So you can't really be a, a threat. He's right. just going to be walking. He's just seven foot. Yeah. You can't teach height. <laughs> right. But other than that, right. it's funny. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have watched it. Will Smith did his stand-up the other night. It was on his bucket list. I yeah. saw a clip. I don't know. I've seen it where he... Did, didn't Dave Chappelle join? Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. I've seen that. Interesting. And he was nervous. Yeah. And he said, this is the hardest thing I've ever done. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Because acting, you can rehearse your lines. Right. If you're rapping, you the same thing. You can rehearse your lines, and if you mess, if you forget the words, the audience knows the words. Yeah, you have you alone, right? But comedy, you're up there. It's it's, it's, it's you, raw. Yep, it's just you and the, and the audience, and that's 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 the beauty of it is is getting to that place where you can actually control a crowd with laughter, with just sharing your soul, and and it's it's organic. It's free. It's not like you just didn't pull it out you, you know you're not like creating all this this nonsense it's actually real it's organic and when you see that that's when it's like it's magic that's when it's that's pretty dope and you're right man about the fact that people are jumping around like I, watching that clip you know even Dave Chappelle was like you know telling him you just gotta go out and do it you just gotta go out and do it no matter what even if you bomb he's like cause you might bomb big time but I mean, there is some pull. The fact that it's Will Smith, yeah. you know what I mean. But Will but, Smith, even even Will Smith, it, even, with him even telling, saying, yeah. I, I'm, this is tough. Yeah. yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal. It's a big well, deal. And I think it's you know when you when you see somebody like Will Smith, yeah. saying it's not just something you just walk in and do. Like you don't really have yeah. to prepare for it. You don't right. have to put the work in. Yeah, it is. Work there is again part of business is you got to put the work in, yeah. and he realized and, and to hear somebody of that caliber, that much talent, yeah, he isn't going around saying, "Well, look, I got all this talent. All I have to do is you know I, 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 I blow into town, I blow up, and then I blow out. Yeah. Boom, I'm ready to go." You know? Yeah. So, well, let me uh, let me uh, ask you one more thing though. Mm -hmm. um, when it comes time to, you know, somebody's like, oh, hey, I want to, I, I really want to see if I can get on at, at Joker's Comedy Club in Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, 
what are, what are bookers looking for now? Because I mean, back when <laughs> when I first back started, in the day. when I first <laughs> when I first started doing stuff, and I was like, I want to get booked. Uh, Newspapers. I had, I had a VHS tape. <laughs> You know, and uh, yeah, yeah, you, the you, had, good. you had another guy, yeah, yeah, with a chisel <laughs> and a hammer. It when uh, when you're like, hey, I'm going to toss my uh, my recording to you. Uh, they took it seriously because uh, you get hit in the side of the head with one of those plates. Like, you know, knock some sense, in. but. I'm just saying, times have changed in terms of right. How, how do they how connect? People, how do they reach out? How do they get to you? Where they is everything's digital. Okay. Send me a clip. Okay. Send me a clip, and then I want to see you live because you got to understand. Just because you got a VHS tape back right. then, right. or a clip, you right. can make yourself as, look as good as you want to on on um, on film. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's but like definitely, there's live. steps. I want an eight by. I ain't gonna say eight by ten glasses, but I want a nice headshot. Yeah. I want a, a, a short bio. Yeah. And a clip. Yep. So I mean, you can get that in, like an EPK. I mean, like I said, there's so many ways to do this, to be able to present it in a successful. I mean, there's stuff out there now that you can put your bio up there. And it's do the work. That's where we're at. Just get the chance to to get a good headshot and. You know, and, and if they need a headshot and an EPK, they can hit me at mobile network one at gmail dot com, <laughs> and my team will get you together. That's right. That's right. So, and and I think it's Come get that's it. the thing is if you hear something, whether it's on our podcast or somebody else's podcast, yep. you're you're listening to Hot Breath or yeah, uh, any any of those podcasts, and you're like. I hear about this stuff, but I don't know where where, where do I go? go. Well, there you go. Well, okay. Mm-hmm. I just offered information from a guy who's been booking clubs and and drawn in crowds. Mm-hmm. Take advantage of it. Right. Don't be afraid to ask right. questions. Reach out, yep. Uh, so that you get a good understanding. Because if you say, "Hey, I understand what you're looking for," and I'll send it to you, yeah. and then you don't have what you were looking for, and you're sending yeah. them stuff that they don't really want, yeah. Chances are you're not going to be and, seen again. And, and you know the other thing you have to do as a young comic, you got to trust in the process. Mm. You have to trust the process. There's a blueprint that's been made that's worked because mm. obviously there's comedians and people that are millionaires from trusting in the process. You have and you got to be patient. Mm. If you don't have any patience, this might not be the line of work for you. But you got to trust in the process. Mm. Believe in what you're trying to do and trust in the process. Because there's a process. There's steps. Don't try to skip over steps because you're going to miss something. Mm-hmm. E- even a kid that skips the fifth grade and goes to the sixth, he missed something. Mm-hmm. Best believe he missed something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, well, well, Ike, I want to thank you for taking some time yep. uh, to sit down, have this conversation with us. Yep. Uh, thanks for bringing Mikey uh, on, on your phone call and, uh, <laughs> yeah, and I know you that. I know you need to get back He's gonna to get work yeah to, to, uh, grind. to the to the grind <laughs> and, and get with him but uh, thanks so much for taking time with us yeah, and uh, what can we do uh, to help people know more about uh, Gutty's comedy or uh, straight up stupid uh, what, what can we be done what can we share with some folks to, to help you uh, further your cause you know what just find me on the web and like and share a picture. <laughs> That's it. I don't oh, really share. Ask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm you know 
come and check out a show. Yeah. Support Gutty's Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Support Straight Up Stupid. Mm-hmm. Um, coming to Gutty's Comedy Club real soon. A Straight Up Stupid and Gutty's Comedy Club presents uh, production. Come check that out. I see. I see us fusion doing yeah. something. Yeah. Real good. You know, they're straight up super. People don't know straight up super has been in um, Chicago. Mm. It's been in Atlanta. Mm. Right now, they're trying to bring straight up stupid to California. So it's going to be everywhere. Nice. Um, and uh, we're working, man. We're grinding. I know. Definitely go so. on there. Check out mobile network one at gmail.com. Mobile network one at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, send me your clips. Um, don't. Here's one I hate. Someone sends me. Um, <laughs> I'm a headliner. Okay. Um, I only want headline work. And then I look at your clip, and you don't even have open mic work skills. Don't be arrogant like that. There's there's a proper way. Know your place. You know, yeah. I mean, just know your limit. Know your. And be limit. honest. You know, and be fair. Yeah. I, I would like to be a headliner. Right. I, I'm working to get there. Yeah. So I got uh, open mic. <laughs> I got maybe special guests. You know, I got a tight special guest. There's some comments out here that's, that really work hard, and I reward them. People yeah. say, why you put them on your show? Because they work hard. Yeah. That's and they trust me. And that means, so I always, on Straight Up Stupid, I always allow a local comic to that's be cool. on the show. That's cool. And they work hard, and I reward them for that. So. Um, when, and when you comics get with to work with a, you know, a Sinbad or or Senio Hall or something, ask questions. Man, don't just take a picture. Yeah, yeah get, they've been in the game. They're right there. That's perfect. There's your opportunity to ask questions. Some of them will, will, will talk to you if you're serious about it. Some of them won't. Yeah, but true. ask questions. It don't hurt. Right. But I say that I say it all the time. Mm-hmm. If you don't ask, you don't know. You don't know. If you don't ask, you don't get. So don't be afraid to ask. Right. You never and, know. and if one time you get turned down, doesn't mean you're going to get turned down the next time. So continue to ask. Yeah. And be persistent. You know, be persistent. That, you will find out that there are guys out here that that have been doing comedy for, for a long time, and you ask them the question, "Hey, would you mind sitting down and just sharing?" With we just had Dennis Regan on our show. Yeah. And the first time I met Dennis. Uh, you know, I said to him, "Hey, uh, can I can I buy you a cup of coffee? I'd like to ask you some questions." He's like, "You don't have to buy my coffee. Let's talk." You know, so there are <laughs> people. There, there open, are, yeah. they there are comics share. out there that yeah. want to share their experience. They yeah. want to talk with you and, yeah. and help you along because they love this craft yeah. and this art form yeah. as much as you do. Yeah. So don't be afraid to ask and reach out and learn. You know, so and I'm gonna say this: if you guys offer to buy me anything, I'm taking it. Like <laughs> right now, <laughs> as long as we can have some higher <laughs> life water, some higher, higher life. life water, full of nutrients, <laughs> electrolytes, enhanced and, electrolyte, enhanced water. Oh, yeah, okay. no, no, uh, <laughs> THC, <laughs> right, 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 right. CBD, CBD water. <laughs> Anyway, Ike, thanks so much for, for hanging out with us. Yeah. And uh, for uh, for you that listen to the podcast, please uh, share it with your friends. Yeah. Go and on, uh, share uh, submit. 
Uh, if you look over there, there's, subscribe a little button, to us, there's a little button there that follow says channel. submit. Yeah. And so if you click on that and, and become uh, part of that, we'd love to have you submit it. Yep. Or uh, to subscribe. That's subscribe. what I mean. Subscribe. That's right. No, it's all good. I'm, I'm getting old. We're with you. I'm getting old. What can I say? Good. Subscribe. Yeah. And then share and like, share and, and, like. and if you got you you want to get on and, and give us a comment or something and tell us how wonderful us we are. Uh, Ike says that he'll give you a free bottle of water <laughs> no, if, but, but if you, you catch him at the right time. That's right. But I will do this. I won't give you any of this because I'm keeping all the higher life water <laughs> to myself. But uh, Marcus is going to kill me. Oh, by the way, my business partner is Marcus Wayne. Mm. Um, um, but. What I will do is I'm going to give three pair of tickets to the August 4th Straight Up Stupid Show um, to the Pops and the Rican Show to give out. You guys distribute them. Yep. So that's six people. There it is. But you got to come to the show. You got to come to the show. If not, Pops and Rican got to pay for those tickets. So you better you go to the show. Tickets, man. You better go That's to the show. You better, you better show up. There you go. You got. You heard it from from Ike himself. So roll through. Thanks so much for uh, thanks, being man. with us here yep. on the on the Pops and the Regan Show. This is uh, Pops and saying, I'm, "Hey, <laughs> stay funny and uh, and come back next time." And I'm the Regan, and uh, we're uh, Pops the and Pops the Regan Show. Yeah. All right, good night. Deuce, Look at this dude. Look at the top of his head. Look at his lips. Pops and pops and pops.